So are we going to do an intro here? Or? Yeah, I guess. Welcome to Star Trek News. I'm Jason. I'm Rich. Your, your wonderful hosts, Jason yeah, we, and Rich. We are the wonderfulest hosts. Uh, so, you may know us from other shows, such as Drunk Tech Support. And others that we've yet to name. <laughs> uh, so I guess... This is our uh, first installment of our offshoot Star Trek one. Well, we've been doing Star Trek news, but we decided it should be its own segment. Yeah, because we like it that much. Where, well, you know, one of us probably likes it a little more than the other. Says you. Says you. Well, we'll see once we start talking about stuff. How much I you still know. am not like a huge fan of the movies. I don't know why, but the, I think it's the episodic nature of the shows, mm-hmm. where it's like not always the same. Like. One long storyline annoys me. Oh, they don't, like, that's all they do now. There's no choice. Um, everything's everything's a huge. It's like it's like a movie stretch. Well, that new one coming out is supposed to be episodic, isn't it? That's okay. So that's what they say. I'm really sad that we stopped potting for a while because last time we were podcasting, I think the last Star Trek news we did, uh, we we had Discovery hadn't even come out. Like no, it, I it, remember it had come out because we talked no. about the first season, and then I stopped no. watching it when we stopped potting. I'm not sure about that. I'm I'll have to go back and listen. Sure. I could have sworn that because the the initial uh, teaser of Star Trek Discovery was the the poorly rendered ship. It was like a I don't know if you remember. I did. I like do a, remember that a reaction. On one of our reaction, Star Trek news is yeah, yeah. I made a reaction video where I was throwing up. Yeah. Now, some people listening are probably going to tune out. I am not one of those huge fans of New Trek. Um, basically, anything made from Discovery on, I've... Well, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. Lower Decks, and I have... I super love high Lower Decks. <laughs> Lower Decks is awesome, and I have super high hopes for Strange New Worlds. Yeah. And, and it looks and like they're going to take a cue. I'm curious what you think of Picard, because we haven't really talked about that. That was something that didn't come on until after we stopped potting last. I was... Picard kind of did it for me. So, I watched... I read something about Picard yesterday. Yeah. Um, that season two is being filmed at the same time as season three, but season three is supposed to be a game changer for the Star Trek universe. Oh, boy. So I'm Every wondering, like, season, is yeah. it game-changing, like it's going to ruin the entire series, or is <laughs> I would say every episode of all the new stuff is ruining the franchise. Uh, you, you know what just I kind of like the, the storyline of Picard. I, no, I mean, yeah, it's... It's not... The acting's not bad, the people aren't bad, it's the writers. Yeah. Um, Alex Kurtzman, they... And his... I don't know, he's got like a team of five writers... Goldberg, there's there's some people. All the people that were behind the original Star Treks up till Star Trek Enterprise are gone. Yeah, you know Ronald Moore, or Ron Moore, Ronald Moore is gone. He was huge in developing the Klingon uh, history and culture and all that stuff. There's no longer these these 
people that have been into it for years. There's no longer the team of scientists that fill in the techno babble. Yeah, which is important it's, in a show like that. Like, yeah. It goes without saying that you have to have professionals. Like A good example outside of the Star Trek universe is um, the show Mr. Robot. Like, oh, it's yeah. technically sound. Like, they're actually doing things that are real. Like the technical, yeah, the stuff they're doing in in the show, accurate. yeah. That's that's what you need yeah, for a believable Star science Trek fiction. Definitely needs that. I mean, there's so the, much that we look at in real space travel now that is can be applied to is applied to the next generation or yeah even Voyager well I don't know or, a lot of stuff in Star Trek the old Star Trek was theoretical. Do you have any ideas, David? We might be able to employ virtual imaging in order to interpolate missing data. Something wrong, Commander? My apologies, sir. It seems my primary speech processors are experiencing a minor fluctuation. I will have it corrected in a moment. Interested in drama and action than they are. Yes. Scientific accuracy. So when when somebody. So basically, they're turning off the geeks. I have to go back and watch because I haven't watched... They're turning off the geeks to bring in a younger crowd that's into action and adventure. And and it's kind of like... Here's a good parallel in the real world. Radio Shack. See, they used to be all about the geeks. And then they started catering to cell phones. Cell phones. (laughs) And it just ruined the entire company. They're gone now. Like, they... It's, yep, you know. Used to go in to pick up the uh, the electronics uh, project lab kits yes. and in the grab boxes. I used to love to get. <laughs> and you get the people that come in with that printout that they got on the internet back in the day that showed you how to make an illegal cable box. Like, yeah, they always had the parts <laughs> list and I had all the Radio Shack part numbers. Right, because they had all this stuff. Now they're gone. Yeah, all but a few. Um, well, they're the well, ones yeah, that are left are not uh, corporate stores; they're franchises. So, well, that's good; they can stay open then. Yeah. Now, yeah. So there is so much to go over because we we didn't get to follow Star Trek. We're sort of coming in well, three, four years. Star Trek groups on Facebook, and there's a lot of people that just don't want to hear it. They're like, if you aren't one of those people that just loves everything Trek, you're a crybaby. You're you're yeah. You're a boomer. You're an old man. You don't like what. Well, you know what? But that's what people said about Next Gen back in the day. When, True. When they first came out Next Gen, they're like, "What? <clears throat> All these new people? There's people complaining like nobody's gonna be able to take the place of Captain Kirk and stuff." Now Next Generation is like a classic. Yeah. As as classic as the original Star Trek. But you know, and, Next Generation did something not not right away, but later on in some of the later seasons, they did something where they brought in some of the cast from the original series yeah to kind of make that callback and and show that it was part of the there's always universe all and... the all the next gen voyager d space nine enterprise well yeah kind of enterprise there's always a handing off episode usually right. the first episode in next gen uh the first episode uh mccoy is on it he's like 200 years old data's <laughs> like walking him down the hallway and i guess at that point uh the guy that played him, why can't I think of his name? He had he had a lot of health issues at that time, so they but they did get him cleared for the show. You're not paying attention, Rich. What are you doing? No, I'm listening. Okay, and then the uh, what was it? Uh, D Space Nine. Picard was in the first episode, sort of handing off. Yeah, 
for the new show. And there was and then, also towards the end of the next gen, they did visit Deep Space Nine too. So you kind of got yeah, the, you know, uh, introduction to it before. Yeah, it was brought up the Cardassian war, the the war between the Cardassian and the Bajorans, all that stuff was brought up. Yes. There was all these and, writers and also, weaving together all these stories. Yeah, and towards the end of Next Gen, you also got the call the call into Voyager with the Maquis and you know that the, that whole uh, terrorist group, Gen? whatever you want to call them. Yeah, the, uh, season seven of Next Gen, they started like with Ensign Rowe. Um, yep, she or, infiltrated yeah, yeah, the Maquis they... and. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So you do you do know Trek. You might know I some do. more stuff I, than I it do. It also helps that I just finished watching Next Gen again, okay. beginning to end, like a week ago. Uh, <laughs> so Deep Space Nine handed off to Boy, not yeah, Voyager. And um, the very first episode of Voyager took place on Deep Space Nine. So there's always these handoffs. And then Enterprise was actually handed off by the movie First Contact. With uh, Zephyrin Cochran, and that's where was, where you where I get lost because I you know I don't know enough about the movies. I have finally watched them all because you gave me so much crap about it, but I still chronologically I don't know where they fit and it, uh, it, I just can't. Wrap well, I just give you it. crap because you've never like seen any movies I talk about. Yeah, especially Star Trek. But but I was a Star Enterprise Trek was, lover that didn't watch any of the Star Trek movies at one point, so. Yeah, that was weird. That <laughs> I was did very fix weird. that. I did fix that. So I liked all the Star Treks. Every time a new Voyager, I was like iffy about that. I was like, all right, this is Star Trek, you know, and it had its problems. D Space Nine took me, took me till way after it was off the air to go yeah. back and watch it, and I was like, all right, this is really good drama. Um, they had some really good story arcs, and D Space Nine did have arcs like that span like entire season. Yeah, yeah, like, and the so Dominion War. Gen, I mean, there was like. Episodes that spanned like two, three episodes. That, well, usually know, next gen they had two parters, like yeah. the season. Yeah, best but, of both both worlds. You know, uh, one of the best crossovers from the, the the original series to next gen though was Scotty, oh. by far. I really like they brought in like like was, they brought him to the holodeck and showed it, and yeah, he got to so, create the original bridge from the original. I feel series. like they did his character bad because they treated him like such a like has been. Like well, Jordy wanted, he's like, let me help you do some stuff. And Jordy's like, no, I don't, no, you suck, you're old. Do you mind a little advice? Starfleet captains are like children. They want everything right now, and they want it their way. But the secret is to give them only what they need, not what they want. Yeah, well, I told the captain I'd have this analysis done in an hour. How long would it really take? An hour? Oh, you didn't tell him how long it would really take, did you? Well, of course I did. Oh, laddie, you've got a lot to learn if you want people to think of you as a miracle worker. You can't help. Don't you remember that? I, I didn't get he it that so way. sad. They... they... Yes, that happened, but then they developed he did a, save uh, the day. an understanding and a friendship, and yeah, I mean, you know, I he got past the "woe is me, I'm old," and was you know. I just feel like they did him rotten in that day. Like he Maybe. should have been more respected. I still like think his. he was the best cameo, though. Well, yeah, second. Spock. Maybe maybe Spock was probably the best. That was actually because he was like, part of a good story. Yeah the the. 
where he was uh, getting the Romulans and the Vulcans yeah. together. He uh, was working with the Romulan group that I was trying to this. work on unification and unification. Yeah. That's, that's the name the of the episode. <laughs> um, which uh, Discovery did an episode called Unification Part Three, which uh, feels like it's not even part of that. I can't take new Trek, man. I can't. <laughs> um, lower decks uh, is good if they just tone down the callbacks. Yeah. It's almost too much like, hey, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this. Like yeah. they started out like struggling because the, the, uh, the Rick and Morty, uh, I don't, uh, the artwork's like Rick and Morty. I don't remember one of the writers for Rick and Morty had a hand in it. Um. In the first season, they're trying to be a little too like edgy, like Rick and Morty with violence and gore and stuff. Yeah, but they sort of found their place in the next season. Um, yeah, I, really like I think that's that's fair to say. Yeah, um, Discovery has just been a, a goddamn trash but fire. I think- As good as you know, I, I think we both like Lower Decks about the same amount. We, we oh. agree it's a good show. However, it's really not. It's still catering to a different audience than the original Star Treks did. Like, yeah, I, no, I think I feel like it's catering too much to the fanboys, yeah. and I think that's what it's designed to do. And I think that's why people like me feel like it's the most Trek, which is sad. Because it seems to take place, like, after next-gen Voyager. Yeah. Like, it seems like they're always, like, calling back, hey, remember Worf? Remember O'Brien? Remember Gameway? Remember <laughs> this? Remember that? It's like every episode. But I don't, <clears throat> it's true. the most It's the most fun. I watch it. I feel like I'm watching Star Trek, even yeah. though it's a comedy. Um, and it's cartoon. Which brings me to, did you watch Discovery? Yeah, season one, and that's where I stopped. Yeah, season one, I I was really interested in and followed, didn't have any any real issues. Yeah, like with. the I last was, one I watched was like right when they had jumped back into time, and then that was the end of season two. Oh, okay, so maybe I watched season two as well. That had, uh, Captain Pike, yes, and Spock and all that stuff. Um, th- Discovery's like every season they're like, oh well, we sucked at that. Let's like rewrite everything. Every season feels like something different not in yeah. a good way yeah it's like what are they're we just like are throwing things at the wall seeing what sticks yeah. So, yeah and if you notice all new trek every plot line revolves around some universe ending thing you start well uh season one i don't think so season two was the 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 ai that was going to end life there is a great responsibility at hand. This could be the defining moment for multiple civilizations, millions of lives. The future may be determined by our actions, yours and mine. And then season three was some, uh, the lithium crystal blow up thing that destroyed everything and is going to end all life. Well, wasn't and you got Picard all about, you know, the Picard. androids taking over the world? Picard season one was about uh, an AI species that yeah. would end all life. Yes. That's that's like their go-to. And 
Star Trek wasn't about that. It wasn't every day. No, it, it was the adventure the of you know meeting, seeing A new things, things or, and yeah, you know, new species and new cultures, and you know, the writers just don't get that. They're they're not Star Trek fans. Somebody yeah. handed Alex Kurtman and his crew Star Trek, and they're like, hey. Instead of making one good Star Trek, you know, you get old writers and like old scripts or something to like to like build on and yeah, stuff. Just put a bunch let's of crap make, together and just see see what works. Let's <laughs> just put a crap together. Let's make twenty shitty Star Treks <laughs> instead of making one good Star Trek. Right. Um, I did like Short Treks, which is uh, Paramount Plus or ABC Go, whichever one owns it. Paramount. I can't even remember this, but Paramount mm-hmm. was their they realized, oh no! Once we're done with Star Trek, we don't have any real shows to offer, so nobody's gonna watch, <laughs> and they're gonna cancel their accounts. So shoot, let's put um, short treks. We have 15 minute um, little little. It's uh, like the robot chicken of the Star Trek universe. Yeah, little little tiny episodes. Um, and that was it was kind of cool because some of them like gave some creative leeway to directors. Hmm. There's act. I don't know if you've seen any of them. I actually uh, haven't. No. Okay, yeah. I mean, um, it's funny because, like, the first couple, they have to, like, come up with excuses why all the crew's gone and it's just one character because that's what they focus on. They focus on Tilly in one of them, and some predator-type alien gets on the ship and it's up to her to, like, deal with it. It turned out to be some space princess. (laughs) And how did you subdue the alien presence, Ensign Tilly? Can I please just... What? <laughs> the stowaway. Okay, yeah, the stowaway. Yeah. So they're like, oh no, radiation warning. Every, all crew go to your quarters to decontaminate, except for Tilly, because we don't want to pay for more than one actor for this episode. <laughs> and then it's just her and the thing. Um, the, if, if I recommend watching any short trek for you, watch The Trouble with Edward. It's uh, it's about the tribbles, okay, and how they are created, and it's a straight, it's a straight comedy. What have you been up to? I, I also, I didn't know we were sharing resources, so. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. I got it. It's all right. Take your time. Yeah, I was just getting it. I, I, I think it's broken. It's broken. Oh. Yeah. Thank you for uh, fixing it. It, w- it was broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working with sample specimens from a species native to Iota Geminorum 4, Triblusis ventricosis. People call them uh, tribbles for short. Oh, pretty darn cute. Yeah, and if you uh, take all the fur off underneath, it's, it's all meat. Like a scallop. Blood red. You want to eat them? That's awesome, and it's it's hilarious. The it's, fourth uh, one in in the first season was uh, had uh, Rain Wilson, the dude from The Office, played Dwight. Oh, Mud! He plays Harry Mud. And this, okay, season one, wow. none of the episodes, none of the episodes of any of these shows feels like Star Trek. They're not episodic, so they're but not they self-contained. They still include characters like Mud and yeah. Okay, so check and... us out. Season one. Episode six. I don't know if you remember. That was Harry Mud, and they kept 
time travel. They kept repeating time. Mm-hmm. He blew up the he blew up the ship and it'd start back up with that disco song. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Um that felt Star Trek out of every episode I've seen. It was like <clears> kind of <throat> self-contained. It had to do with science, trying to figure out like, you know, breaking the loop. And I liked it. I really liked it. And that stands out in my brain as the only episode I would go back and rewatch. Yeah. Everything else is just a lead up to this crap. I really like Lorca, too. The the badass captain, the evil, the original captain of the Discovery. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've watched Discovery. Jason, I need to go back. Jason Isaac. Isaac Jason. Jason Isaac, something like that. He's a good actor. And he's really good. Then they're like, oh, yeah, he turned out to be a uh, mere universe jerk. <laughs> trying to get back to the mirror universe. So he's dead. He's gone. Yeah. So and that was the thing. There was never any... The, the biggest mistake they did on, on Discovery was focusing on Michael <clears throat> Burnham. Every Star Trek previous just focused on the cast. Or maybe right. the captain was the centerpiece. But they focused on Michael Burnham, which... I was very interested in that first when she was this uh, human raised by Vulcans, so yeah. she was very toned down emotionally and stuff. But they got rid of that as soon as like <laughs> season one was gone. They're like, okay, this isn't working. Nobody likes Let's this. Let's go character. a different direction. <laughs> yeah, and actually, the beginning of season three, they use a they use a time jump to completely rewrite her character. <clears throat> really? Because she's like, yeah, she remember when they went through time? Yeah, she somehow ended up like many many years before discovery jumped hmm. so she stuck waiting around for them to show up and they use that time to show that she's like grown as a character so they're using it for like character growth so now she's like emotional instead of and, just like, developing a good character to begin with you know. exactly because they didn't <laughs> like the, they realized the character that they developed didn't work you that's know that's too bad but and i'm not i'm not a hater man i like when when other Star Treks came out, like Enterprise, I was like, this is new, this is different. I like it. It's I'm gonna Star give Trek. I'm gonna give any of them a chance, but I do prefer the the format of the old Star Treks. Yeah, and it's everything's episodic now. I mean, since two thousand six, I mean Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. that was an episodic. It was a huge long storyline. Yeah. So, I mean, those kind of shows have been around forever, and I'm not expecting that. I know they're bringing that back for Strange New Worlds. Um, you can do story arcs yeah. as long as they're good and the writing's good. I right. mean, Enterprise Season 3, well, yeah, the, I mean, think of the like, Cindy uh, War, the whole season was a long stretch of of that war. I mean, how many episodes do you have of Next Gen with, with Barkley and his weird, oh, you know... His. Am I the only one that thought he was like, like really a dork? And I, I really didn't like him when I was a kid watching Next Gen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's now he relates to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I completely relate to him now. It's funny like, how that works. When I'm in there, I'm just more comfortable. You, you don't know what a struggle this has been for me, Commander. Well, I'd like to help if I can. Being afraid all of the time of forgetting somebody's name, not, not knowing. What to do with your hands. I mean, I, I am the guy who writes down things to remember to say when there's a party. And then when he finally gets there, he winds up alone in the corner, trying to look comfortable, examining a potted plant. 
yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, God, I hate this guy. He's so annoying. Yeah. Got, who know? I'd grow up to be him. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, the Instagree was like one of the best Sparkly episodes where he becomes like computer god. Yes. And takes over like, the ship. I am responding, sir. I'm sorry if I caused you any alarm. It was necessary in order to secure the array. Barkley! Barkley! What's going on? Barkley! Yes, Commander. It's me. Yeah, and he's all hooked up to that machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Um... Okay, so Discovery. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Discovery. We'll we'll devote episode maybe to a season or the whole show. Yeah, before we do Short our next trip. episode, maybe I'll watch, uh, you know, some more of it. And get if you up. yeah, if you want to, if we want to agree to talk, I'll go rewatch this. I'll force myself to watch it. I don't care <laughs> for the show. Um, we'll figure out what we want to start talking about. Short Treks. Um, uh, Star Trek Prodigy. I've not even like watched it because it's like a Nickelodeon kids show. Yeah, I, I you, you've heard of it. I haven't. I've seen it like on my streaming thing, but yeah, I, I haven't watched it. Kate Mulgrew uh, reprises her role as Captain Janeway, but she's a hologram. Yeah, and it's like these these alien, these group of alien kids like find this Star Trek ship. That and, was the only reason I was interested in watching it is because Janeway was going to be a character, mm. but then I just haven't. Given it a chance. I've had no desire to watch it. I will watch. I'll watch it so we can review it. But if I wasn't doing the show, I probably would have never watched it. Yeah. Um, Picard. Um, I've got so much to say about Picard. Like I said, I like, I I like the storyline. You know, about data. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That... Somehow they recreated his conscience from. A molecule, which whatever, I'll, the science <laughs> is whatever. Um, well, it goes back to the science being weak because they don't have the right writers anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's just so many holes. Like the nobody makes androids anymore. It's it's a she literally uses the term. Um, oh, what is it? Galaxy. Galaxy treaty, galactic treaty. There, she's literally. She uses the word galactic treaty. Nobody makes androids anymore because they blew up Mars yeah. because of because of galactic treaty. So they got the entire quadrant to agree to not make androids. Yeah. Which androids. The entire it's quadrant. Not gonna thousands of species. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah. The, the Federation consists of like maybe like what I don't know, like twenty, thirty species or something. It's just it's just bad writing, dude. Yeah. They brought up B4, though, which I'm like, they must have seen Nemesis. You know B4, the, the dumb data? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek Nemesis. And you're like, oh, yeah, he was too stupid to exist, so here he is in pieces. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um... Oh, uh, man. And they're like... Uh, I'm wondering like if, I've, if I've missed some of Picard, because I haven't watched it in a while. Maybe. Um, I, I watched all of them, and I'll have to go back. I'm going to go back and watch them again. No, um, I feel like I've, I watched the entire first season. Picard isn't Picard. I know 30 years has passed, you know, and now he's 80. And what sucks is I don't want to see these people 
super elderly yeah, doing Star Trek yeah. stuff. I mean, their time has come and gone, maybe a cameo, but I don't want to watch a whole show about elderly Picard. Yeah, I got to say, it was kind of off-putting when I first started watching Picard. Cause I was and like, he doesn't act not, like Picard. Yeah, he's not Picard. He's not that, like... Reserved. You know, that uh, like reserved, but, but also, um, you know, headstrong and... He seems confident. feeble and yeah. like emotional and yeah. like he smiles a lot, which he never was a thing he did. I know thirty years has passed and anything could have happened to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Character growth and all that stuff. But, but I feel like if something like that was gonna happen in his life, it should have happened after the Borg. Like yeah. season four, we should have seen that type of change. You remember when you remember when they showed him like scared to death when he was in the Borg cube and he saw yeah, the Borg yeah, cube like yeah. There's bog everywhere. Yeah. But I mean, fucking first contact, he was he was like gunning them down. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he took the board queen and snapped her spine in half, and now thirty <laughs> years later, he's like, I can't deal with the bog. They're so scary. Yeah. But I know he's a feeble old man now, and they they put him in action scenes. Picard shouldn't be in an action show. Nope. I'm. He's so old. And they, you know, they show him in the ship like. Don't get me started on how holographic ship controls <laughs> yeah. with, with a vibrating ship <laughs> are going to, like, work. You try to, like, control the ship, but you're going to get the ship. You know, ship. We'll, we'll have the metaverse to save us, and we'll, we'll be all right. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you sleeping in the drug tech support territory here? I was just commenting on the metaverse because it's dumb. Like Facebook's metaverse? Yeah. Keep that in the other pod, bro. <laughs> Uh, He's not an action star. Um, and if you actually go back and listen to the advertising for Picard before it came out, they're like, this is going to be a character study of Picard and his retirement age. A nuanced uh, study of Picard. It's, yeah, it's not going to be... nuanced about it. It's not going to be... They literally said it's not going to be action schlock. We, I think one one Alex Kirby said nobody wants to see Picard running around with the gun, yeah, like shooting people. And that's exactly what they did. Yep. Sure. And there's like literally in season one, there's an explosion that should have killed him. He literally gets <laughs> like diehard blown away by an explosion, and they like they, he's got a couple bruises on his head in the next scene. Yeah, I know movie movie magic, but it's just not. Uh, uh, and they. they <coughs> And like he's got like this this ragtag crew, and and there's no Star Trek ships to be seen. I know the next the new season coming out, they're correct. That's what they do. They make a shitty show, and people complain. And they're like, oh, we got to do something different now. We got to. They're just constantly fixing their mistakes. Yeah. That's what every season feels like a discovery. That's what the seasons of Picard feel like now. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we're bringing back Q. Oh boy, I can't wait to see that. And there's like they're going back to the they're going back to the Star Trek Nazi. There's always the Nazi episodes of yeah. Star Trek. Um, they're doing that, like alternate history Nazi, eight year old Picard. And I'm just like, dude, I what Voyager season three is going on right now? I haven't seen a single episode. I have yeah. not been interested Voyager. at all. Voyager. Uh, Discovery. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to get them mixed up. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Um, Discovery's going on right now, and I've I've not yeah, I watched was, an episode. So I, I just finished last week with Next Gen, and I was going to start Voyager again, but 
I may just go to Discovery. You still watch the new one, so we're up to yeah. date. Nobody wants to hear about the old Trek. Yeah, because well, I mean, because some I'm people just do. old man. I'm just an old man that's trying to trying to hold the flame for old school Star Trek. I I don't uh, understand. I don't understand the people that are like. It, there's like some heated. It's like down the middle, fifty fifty, and and people are like. Ugh, I should. I got I'll get some comments together next time for like. Yeah. You, you're just a hater. You don't like. I don't understand people that are like. This is great. This is like the best track ever. I cried at the end of of Discovery when Data. No, and uh, uh, Picard when when Data killed himself. I don't know if you you saw that. I don't Data, know if I did. Data existed as a consciousness stored on a computer flash drive. And Picard got to talk to him, and he basically like begged him to kill him. That sounds familiar, Captain. Yeah, I need to. Go when back you return, watch. when you and Picard's a robot now. Yeah. Fucking shit. So Picard's dead. He is dead. <laughs> now we're watching Robot Picard the show. Uh, like we put your body in this wrinkly old man body that looks just like yours. Yeah. I'm Good. sorry if if you're making me into a cyborg or some kind of robot. I want, like, the latest and greatest. I want to look like I'm 20 again. And, I want a 10-inch, I mean, I 20-foot penis. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're creating, let's create. And he even asked him, he's like, you haven't made me mortal, have you? They're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're still a feeble, weak old man. You're going to die. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I did like the characters. All The characters I liked. Um, uh, the blonde chick. What the hell is her name? Uh, I know we're a professional show. We have all of our information right in front of us. Picard, the um, the captain about of the, the ship. Borg chick, or no? Oh no, seven, seven, seven and nine. nine, seven and nine. <laughs> like my favorite she's character. A, she's a cold-blooded killer vigilante ranger now. Yeah, you know, all of her, all of her, all of her character from from Voyager, her trying to become more human and, and compassionate and have feelings. She's now this cold-blooded fucking yeah. killer. But it that, was the, if I remember, there was a backstory to that. Something about like she got fucked over when she got back, and um, is there? I, I don't yeah. think there's any. I, I know like they kill was... Echeb. They kill Echeb from Voyager. Yeah, you remember Echeb? Uh huh. You see the part where they pull this eyeball out? I, yes, I did. In see gory that. detail. Yeah, that was why she was like on a rampage. But before that, she just said, "Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a vigilante." Murderer, because that's what the future is now. Everyone's miserable and broke and drug addicts. Yeah, and drinks. It, it was very dark. Yeah. Whereas it, it is. there was a there was a positive outlook on the on the universe in all of the older Star Treks. Yeah, and it's people are like, and like, oh, Star Trek needs to reflect our our super depressing reality that exists today. Like, no, that's not why people watch Star Trek. They wanted the bright, optimistic view of the future where everyone got along you know gene ronbury's dream was there was no inter conflict between the characters on the show the conflict always came from external sources like aliens planets, right. anomalies stuff that stuff they like ran that. into yeah yeah we're past that now gene gene ronbury's dead so they're like <laughs> nope everybody doesn't get along and everything sucks and everyone's a drug addict so the backstory was uh, she was dealing with Borg prejudice, so she could never fit in anywhere after she got back on Voyager. 
and she didn't see Earth as her home, and she didn't feel welcomed, and then she lost Ichab, and that just, it turned her into this dark vigilante. What are you on? Are you on memory alpha, or is this like a show description? Where are you getting this info? I was just looking at all the things that led to her being a vigilante. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had uh, forgot them, so I was just looking at that. Okay, maybe. okay. But, but I knew there was a backstory of something that, that like, turned made her. her. It, was the, yeah. it was the prejudice that the former board. But had. that's not Star Trek, dude. That's not like... No, because Star Trek was always about, like, everybody that would gets be along, like, and we're, we're that, a united federation. And, exactly. That Her whole backstory would be, like, contained to one episode, mm-hmm. like, where she has this feeling... That people don't respect her, and she turns to this like rebel group and stuff. But by the end of the episode, she realizes she's wrong, and you yeah. know, right before she kills someone, she's like, "You're right, I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Revenge is not the best." That's Star Trek. Yep. All right, we'll talk about we'll talk about Picard. Let's just push that aside because I'll talk about that all night. Um, lower I do want to see you about... talk about this game because you've teased. With I, know, this I, know, game, I know, I know, I know, I know. Like you're holding okay, it, like, so a carrot. You know, we used to go to um. Yeah, we've talked about every show. Okay, um, so we used to thrift shop shiz. That's another show we want. We want to uh, yes, want to get going again. But yes. I don't know because my brother won't go with me, and I have nobody to film me. So it's just gonna be really awkward going with the camera. So just I don't know if I'm one gonna of those. Do just get one of those selfie sticks. That's where it's gonna be awkward. I'm not walking around with a selfie stick. Okay, so I um at Goodwill came across this. Ooh. Judgment rights. Star Trek Judgment rights, which I've never heard of at all, Me ever. And I've been a follower of like most of the Star Trek games. It, look, it's got like a nice collector's Ooh, disc. Fancy schmancy. Uh, okay, so there's two discs. One one is probably full of like extras. One's the game. So I am. Oh, and it within the box comes with a VHS episode. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome the city on the edge of forever it's wow. sealed it is sealed dude that's freaking awesome new inbox and let's read the let's read the uh the system requirements for this game wow you gotta have at least windows 95 i'm sure star trek judgment rights requires pc with 486 dx 25 megahertz cpu or faster oh DOS 5.0 or newer, at least 4 megabytes of RAM. So you either need a retro computer like I have, or you need to run DOSBox. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. 256K free base memory and 2 megabytes free EMS. Oh my god, EMS. You remember that? Yep. M- MCGA or VGA? What's MCGA? Uh, I know there's EGA, VGA. Monochrome CGA? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 that might be one of those. Double speed CD-ROM. <laughs> 2X CD-ROM. Microsoft Remember compatible. how slow 2X was? Dude. Yes, I do, actually. Multi-color graphics array. All right, mouse compatible. Microsoft mouse compatible and 22 megabytes free hard drive space. Sound Blaster compatible. Okay. Oh, it's similar to VGA in that it has a 256 color mode. But doesn't VGA have 256 and color And it mode? uses a 15-pin analog connector. So it's 
it's CGA that they kind of tweaked and made a little better. So it was kind of like VGA. Isn't VGA 15 pin? Yes. But CGA was a 9 pin, if you recall. Uh, You know what would help is like a YouTube video showing the graphics on a screen. But, uh, okay, let me switch over to DOSBox mode. Look at that. And I haven't even installed. Of course, I got to move over for the stupid. Why? Why? All right, good enough. All right, so let's Floating see. in space. Uh, oh, yeah, Rich, you're below us. Maybe I can put you in the game. <laughs> All right, so... Beep. Install. Boop. Interplay. Oh, wow. That's an old one. God, what game was it that had Interplay? Oh, my God. Is this even going to, like... Ooh, what's under demos? Can you read the font? It's all fuzzy to me. No demos have been included. Oh, well, thank you, Interplay. Okay. Trek 2 Interploy. Play. It does look like Interploy. Would you like <laughs> to read the setup help file? No. Eh. Look at all these buttons. Oh, my God. 320 by 200. <laughs> uh, let's just assume Sound Blaster. Yeah. Music, sound, sound blaster. Yep. What about sound blaster pro though? Nah. Oh my god, I, it's asking for IRQs. This might not work. <laughs> nah. Try auto detect. Oh, auto detect. Hey. No sound. Oh. Put it back on sound blaster. But, for sound. Yeah, but sound blaster is green, so yeah. let's see. We're good. I don't know if this is even gonna pick up the sound. Well, it'll have music no matter what, because music was... Remember, the music would be, uh, like, on some systems, it was just MIDI. So if you had a MIDI card, you could hear music, but then you couldn't see sounds. Right, right. Yeah, like Doom did that. Yeah. Probably have to tab over, yeah. I don't feel like registering. Oh! Oh, my God. Is that loud? No, I can't hear it at all. Okay, hold on, because it's blowing my eardrums out. <laughs> it's basically space, the final frontier. So the intro to Star Trek. These are the hey, voyages. Those are pretty damn good graphics for a. I know, years. right? Huh. I wish this wasn't so freaking loud. The uh, this game was also made for the NES. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can I skip? Thank you. Oh, my God. I don't know. How do I get DOSBox to play sound through this? I figure it would. Just turn on your uh, desktop audio in OBS. Yeah, but then it'll... I don't use OBS. And then it's just... It's gonna... um, Oh, it was Battle Chess. That's the Battle Chess! Yes. I knew there was a game I used to play that was Interplay. It was Battle Chess. Let me try add source audio. I actually just uh, showed yeah. my son Battle Chess like a couple of months ago. No way. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. We're not going to get sound. That's all right. We'll just watch it. Uh, but I got to turn on to turn it down. Can I 
sound mixer. No, wrong one. Wrong one. We don't want to piss people off. All right. Let's see here. But I like pissing people off. Come on. <laughs> well, our, I think our intro song does that for, for them. All right. Space Combat Level. Federation uh, Cadet. Uh, officer Hard. Do you want to go hard, Rich? Yeah, let's, let's do go easy. Hard. No. Easy's fine. Okay, none. Whatever that means. Whatever let's go that easy. means. Text speech options. Okay. Oh, with subtitles. Cool. Space. Wow, this Final is a frontier. smart game. Oh, we're getting some wonderful MIDI Star Trek. I'm actually playing the original series theme song right now. Okay, good. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone I can't tell if they got William Shatner to read this or it's like an impersonator. That's a good question. Jump as long. Starting I'll, bet you, uh, I'll bet you the internet could tell us. I'm surprised at the uh, graphics. Yeah, they're pretty damn good for a DOS game. Oh my god. They're from the future. Ooh. Oh my god, they blew up! Damn. Okay, so Enterprise comes back to tell us... What? I think it is William Shatner. My god. Captain's log. Supplemental. <laughs> we have tracked the Alexander's course to SVR Station, a scientific research facility in the Omega Maelstrom sector. Maelstrom sector. You gotta, you gotta do some... What? You gotta do some, like, hand we, motions. Oh, sorry. We've got to save this ship. What am I doing? <sighs> oh, I'm Try flying me. the ship. I'm flying the ship? That's the weirdest interface I've ever seen. Where am I? What am I doing, exactly? I'm pretty sure you're flying. I know, but... Check off. What are you doing? Captain... <laughs> I don't know where we're going. You racist caricature. Uh, bruh, Man, what am I supposed to do? They a bunch of Star Trek games interplay. Oh, dude, they have they so many. Owned, they must have owned the rights to it back then. Yeah. There were no instructions on what to do, right? They're just like... Not that I saw. Maybe head to that big star. Wait, oh. where? Uh, right there. Go to that one. Nah, nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Enterprise is confused by a rift in space-time that deposits a heavily damaged Federation starship before it. The USS Alexander reports it returned from eight days in the future where the Federation's been destroyed. It's very specific. Yeah. That's very Crew specific. of the Enterprise must discover the cause of the destruction to prevent it from happening. By doing what? I don't know. <laughs> I figure I'm supposed to look for a target or something. Yeah, there should be something on there. 
I'm looking for like an indicator or something. It's like a hot and cold. There's nothing on the bridge that you can touch. I can't move out of this screen. I'm like stuck in this. Gene Roddenberry actually participated in the writing for this game. Uh, that's why it's so Star Trek-y. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, and it is his voice. You can't take it, Captain. Number one and Leonard Nimoy, that James Doohan. Oh, look, I can, I can shoot. Yep. Oh, nice. Forward face. Okay. <laughs> Captain's yeah, luck. They got the so whole I'm, crew. I'm, I'm pushing... Wow, the, yeah, they got all the actors. Uhura, Spock, sounds like Spock. The computer. <laughs> okay, so they're... I'm pausing it. So apparently there's some uh, key key commands that I'm not using. Oh. Which is in the manual, which I'm sure people want to watch me digging through the manual. Well, you know, we could do the intro to the game here, and then we could do a playthrough separately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Low game. That would actually probably be pretty interesting. Hot key. E. Damage control. D. Oh, look at all the things there are. Oh. I can repair subsystems. Nice. Like repair the ship's butt. And your deflector shields. If you need to talk or send information to a ship or planet, hit H. Orders are to proceed to S. Oh, that doesn't sound like Uhura. Are you sure she, like, actually... It actually is her. According to the credits. Uh, select topic for computer. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> About, um, the system that you're trying to get to. Yeah, I know. What did they say it was? Where, how do they get to the... Uh, well, the t- see what Uhura said. Cause she yeah, says hold it. on. Was uh, it D? No. Uh, yeah, hold on. Nope. Oh, H. S- Espoir. O-I-R. Uh, wait, how do they get the computer? This is, this is old school games, guys. This is how if it was. you don't if you don't have your manual that came with the game, you are screwed. You know it's funny. Uh, I I was telling you not too long ago about my uh, King's Quest game that I yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Well, I actually printed out labels to replace you know to, so I can make the discs look authentic, and I printed out the manual. For the same reason, because you really had to have the manuals. I did it! I did it! Hold on. Nice. Wow, that even got Marjorie Barrett, or whatever her name is, to do the computer voice. Yes. New Texas? I want to know where New Texas is. Old Texas got blown up. Yeah. Uh, Okay, can I just... There must be like a warp. Okay, so yeah, children... Back in the day, games weren't stupid. Go to the stupid. computer and type engage. Self destruct. Yeah. 
Hold on, let me read real quick. Communications, emergency power, damage control, orbit, impulse power, shields, main view screen, magnification, direction. Sulu can select six views from the search of enterprise portal. Blah, 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 blah. Nope. This should be, oh, navigation. Oh, okay, let's do in. Nope. Uh, use the computer to research Espoir, Omega Maelstrom, Alexander, and Rainer. Raise shields and armed weapons and set course for Espoir system. Are you cheating? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this game would have been freaking awesome back in the day. Yeah, it would have. They got the original voices? Ew. It's so freaking awesome to hear all the original Star Trek music in yeah. MIDI. We're going to have to do an actual playthrough so that we can hear it, because I feel like I'm being left out. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Well, we'll I'll stop this, because we'll do it actually. We'll, cut to, we'll cool. cut to it. Yeah, I was super excited to find this, because I've never heard of it. Yeah. And I thought it would be a very interesting... I also have. Uh, we definitely need to do a playthrough, and like, we could, we could post it here and on our games channel if we want. Yeah, yeah definitely. Explosion. Yeah, I guess both. Uh, boom! There I am. Um, I also have this, which I had as a kid, and I want to, I want to install. Yeah. Star Trek: The Next Generation Interactive Technical Manual. Ooh. Which is literally a virtual tour of the ship. And nice. It like, tells you what everything does. Um, it's Windows 3.1. It won't. It won't run in DOS, and it won't run in Windows 10. So I need. Yeah, I have, you need uh, something that can do the 16-bit OS. Um, yeah, I got a Windows XP machine over here that I I'm got gonna. A Windows 98 machine right here that would probably work. I can send you the disk image. Yeah. It's um. It's probably, uh... Oh, so, uh, yeah. So, on top of the, all the, the crap shows that they're putting out left and right, they're like, here's another show. Here's another show. Here's another show. They're talking about more shows. <laughs> they're talking about yeah. another another show about Section 31. They're just going to flood the market with shows and then just see what and floats see, to the top. That's all. That's awesome. They're like turds. Yeah. They they have another show in the works about Starfleet Academy. Ooh. They're just going to become the Star Trek streaming network <laughs> with all the Star Trek you don't want to hear. Do you remember when like like they come out with the the captain's poster and have all the captains yeah. from Star Trek? Now it's like freaking twenty thousand people on the poster. Yeah, and half of them don't deserve to be there. It's fair. Bullcrap, man. It's bullcrap. But I'm really, fingers crossed, Strange New Worlds. I like uh, Ensign Mount. Anson Mount. Yeah. I want to mount his Anson. <laughs> and Spock, the guy that plays Spock, I'm kind of like, eh. Well, it's never going to be Be as good as... Bearded Spock. I don't know. I like Zachary Quinto's Spock. Yeah. Oh, I've heard heard mixed things about it. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, he's super emo. Uh, I would say he's way too emotional for a Vulcan. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Beyond. Did you see that? No. Okay. Yes. No. That's one of the newer ones, right? 
Well, it's the third Star Trek. It came out in the last 10 years. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah, I haven't seen those yet. Oh, you should watch that. That is very Star Trek. The first one and the second one were, like, action garbage. The third one, they actually, like, slowed it down, gave it a good story, focused on the characters. Like, Spock's not, like, an emo kid, like, exploding in emotion and stuff. Like, he's actually, like, him and McCoy have some, like, good uh, scenes together. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, oh, I guess that would show up in some Star Trek news. Um, there's still like up in the air whether Quentin Tarantino is going to make a Star Trek that's rated R. You know, I heard that somewhere, and I didn't know if yeah, it was true or not. That's still iffy, and they're also still talking that there is a Star Trek for J.J. Abrams Star Trek, although it's not. they haven't been made by J.J. Abrams since Star Trek II right. in the darkness. Um we just call it the JJ verse or the Kelvin universe, <laughs> Kelvin universe. Um, they're talking about a fourth one. Um, so May so, is when strange new worlds is supposed to start, right? Uh, yeah, there was a, there was a poster out, um, for it. Did you see it? It was like a cowboy with the strange new worlds. I don't know if you see the, uh, the teaser poster. Can you put that up? I'm looking for it. Oh, Ahura's in it. Who plays Ahura? Sexy African-American woman. That doesn't look like a whore. Okay, that's fine, though. I'm going to continue with Adblocker, because... Ew. It looks more Star Trek-y, though. It does. I'm hopeful. The the whole reason this came about is when Discovery Season 2, they brought Anson Mount in. Everyone's like, he is so Star Trek, like, straight through. Like, the way he acts and talks and stuff, and they're like, that's what we need. So they're like, hey, let's make a show out of this. I'm like, God, help us! That it's not going to suck. I have that little faith in in these Alex Kurtman bullcrap. You know what's weird? Um, Lower Decks, uh, one of the producers is um, Gene Roddenberry's kid or Leonard Nimoy's kid, one of them. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they're involved in the other shows, so I think that that actually leans to it being better. Lower Decks info. Let me see. I am DB. Hey, it's got three and a half stars. Yeah. Mike Mah- Mike Mahan. Yeah, see, it's not made by the same people, and you can tell. Jerry O'Connell? Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Who's that guy? I don't know. It doesn't say. Well, well maybe see. next episode we'll have better notes and stuff. This was a yeah. good... Uh, well, I think uh, I'm going to definitely go back tonight and start watching Discovery. Uh, I will force myself to. I'll sit through all three seasons. And then... <laughs> And then kill myself. Very good. Good, good. Well, this good. was fun. And, yeah, yeah. And we'll get a, a proper Star Trek judgment rights because I got, I got the interactive tour. I got. Uh, Will you play around with it tonight or tomorrow? I got the puzzle. I got Star Trek the puzzle. Nice. Where well, if you can play around with the game for like tonight or tomorrow, and then yep. like. Friday I just gotta night. get sound somehow. Friday night we can do a playthrough. 
Okay. That sounds good. Uh, all right. Well, this has been Star Trek News with Jason and, and Rich. And Rich. And our tag, I guess, will be... <laughs> Live long and prosper? <laughs> It's not that hard. I can't do it. (laughs) Live long and prosper, mofos.